stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to the Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined by Dave Bartosiak. He's the editor of Zach's Surprise Trader, the Momentum Trader, and the newly launched Blockchain Innovators. Those are the newsletters. Um, Dave, Blockchain, that that must be... It's fun. We're, you know what? We're going to talk a, a little bit about blockchain. We are today? Well, because I'm going to draw some comparisons. Oh, okay. To that makes sense. this whole pot stock thing. Yeah. So I brought Dave in here in the studio today in right. Chicago to... The shivering flesh. It's not. It's not so bad. It's it is a little cold, worse. but we're not the East Coast, at least. I'm sorry for everyone out there. It's not. Uh, they get Seven. It's not the 70s. That's true. So. Um, but we're here to talk about the pot stocks because Dave was on a show in January, January 17th, 2017. Oh, so wow. a little over a year ago year and a couple months, and we discussed the marijuana stocks back then, and that podcast was called, Can You Get Rich Off Marijuana Stocks? We just went right for it. And I thought, you know, I hadn't looked at that podcast in a long time since we recorded it, and it's been over a year, and I went back to go look at it and like, oh, what did we talk about in there? And I was kind of surprised there were only three stocks in the tickers. <laughs> there was only three that you could actually buy that were trading. I know we talked about some other ideas, but they we you, they were not trading yet. A couple of other ones. Yeah. And so I was um, I was surprised about that. I, I had forgotten that only a little over a year ago it was kind of slim pickings in the actual stocks. Those that might you have could actually buy. been the only ones that had Zach's ranks. I don't know. I think the, they were the only ones trading. Aurora, remember Aurora Cannabis, ACBFF? Yeah. That was, we talked about that one. We did? Yeah. Okay. That was, it might not have had. That was the one that the answer to can you get rich off of pot stocks was yes. Okay. Because it, that thing went from. Do they trade in the U.S.? ACB. Are they on the they're on the pink sheets? They're on the pink sheets. Okay. Maybe that's why. Yeah. We didn't talk about it because it, yeah, well, you know, I didn't it, notice it right, in the tickers. Right, right, right. We had it. Uh, we didn't highlight it. Because there was no Zach, there's still no Zach's rank, right? On that, but that was a stock that was under two bucks, and it's trading and it at eight ninety today. Wow, that's a four point four billion dollar market cap. Wow, so you could get rich at least off that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. That Why one didn't everyone listen to us? Um, but the other ones were kind of like these mainstream ones that um, the GW Pharma. Yes. So that was one of them, GW Pharmaceuticals, that ticker's GWPH. And just as a reminder, they are a British biopharmaceutical. They have MS treatments, epilepsy. So they're using the cannabis medicines to treat those those kinds of diseases. Um, but I looked since January 17th, and the shares are only up 1% in Kind of choppy. It, yeah. it did get all the way to 140, over 140. And then has since kind of sold off here, and it's yeah. one, one, 120 right now. Now, just fundamental-wise, and I didn't look in to see how far along they are, but I just looked at the numbers, and fiscal 2018, they're expected to lose $8.95. That price consensus and EPS surprise chart's ugly. Yeah, and fiscal 2019, expected to lose another $6.12. So it doesn't look like you know things are going real well in, in their business right now, just on the numbers. Yeah, well, they're just it's, kind of chopping back and forth, yeah. but we've got some, I don't know if you want to 
jump into the new crop of no, not uh, yet. I want to cover some of those. But but keep that theme in mind. Yeah, there's uh, definitely new ones. This is what's so interesting now. Okay, so another one we talked about is Scott's Miracle Grow. That was kind of the catch-all for everybody who wanted to do pot stocks a year ago. That ticker is SMG. And um, remember, Scott's has the um, soil, the potting soil you can buy if you want to grow marijuana plants at home. She said potting. Well, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I know the but it's specially soil. designated. I know <laughs> it's specially designated for um, marijuana. Like it's yeah. it's made for that, and they they can sell this at like the Home Depot or whatever. So so now here's my shameless plug to blockchain. Okay, plug with Scott's to blockchain innovators because this was sort of a fringe play involved okay. in like the infrastructure potentially of yes. that. So that's similar to the stocks that we pick, a lot of the stocks we pick in blockchain innovators. So it's not necessarily you're buying Bitcoin, but you're oh. buying a company that's providing the hardware or something. Yeah. So so that's the kind infrastructure of the, side. Yeah, that's the I parallel see. here to blockchain innovators yeah. is that this Scott's Miracle Grow was was a play on right. marijuana stocks without actually just being focused on marijuana. So they can benefit yeah. from it, but it's not, you know, the core of their business. Right. And you didn't get rich off this one, not yet, because the shares are down 2.3% since January 17th. So they basically didn't go anywhere since we talked about them a year ago. Um, But the third stock we talked about was was a pretty good play. I was kind of surprised. I totally forgot about this one. It's called Innovative Industrial Properties. IIPR is the ticker. It is a REIT. And I remember we just kind of were like, meh, they have some warehouses and they're not making any money. And okay, good luck, innovative. And they're very small cap, only 180 million market cap. And surprisingly, they are expected um, to make 19 cents in 2017. They haven't reported fourth quarter yet, I guess. And a uh, dollar thirty-two in 2018. And they've they've been buying up more buildings. So they own some in New York and Maryland. And then they acquired one um, in Minnesota, and then they just announced another acquisition in Arizona. And what they do is lease them back to the company that's using it to grow sure. the cannabis. And all of these are in states where these are the medical marijuana cannabis mm-hmm. growers. So they're licensed by their states. And then they enact long-term leases. And that's how this is also an infrastructure play, basically. And this was $18 on December 1st, 2017. Of course, it went sideways for, you know, 11 months after we talked about it. I know. But on December 1st, it, went, it was 18 bucks, and it doubled in, yeah. in, uh, in the month of December. And it's since come down here. It's at $27. Yeah. It was up 44% since we actually Still, the talked answer about it. is yes on that one. Yeah. Not, not quite uh, the Aurora cannabis move. No, but. but nobody's really thinking about, you know, a REIT that owns the warehouses. Right. So that's an interesting play still. Um, so that ticker again is IIPR. Yeah, that's a pretty solid way to do this because you get income. Yeah. Um, they did do ju- distributions last year. I saw year. 25, looks like 25 cents Yeah. in um, December. Then you had fifteen cents in September. Yeah, you're the landlord of and, the uh, of the cannabis growers. <laughs> yeah, that whole like triple net lease option is probably what. Yeah, what's going on over there? Um, I'm kind of surprised. I don't know if they're looking to go into you know Colorado leases or now California leases, but you'd think that those would be. I'm sure any, areas of growth. Any place that they can uh, make a buck, I'm sure. Yeah, they will. yeah. 
Okay. So those are the ones we talked about last time. But what are the new plays now, Dave? Because there are more. There are a handful of them. Yeah. Um, the the first one, I, I tweeted this because I saw Cooker was bragging about putting this in his healthcare innovators at $65. Healthcare innovators has killed it, by the way. Yeah. Uh, AbV, A-B-V-V, that they do have a cannabis-based drug on the market right now. And uh, yeah, I saw that they were one of the biggest holdings of one of the um, pot ETFs now. And I was kind of confused by that. I'm like, why is AbbVie like the number one holding of a pot ETF? But obviously, they must have some kind of medication. They've doubled in the last year. Yeah, that stock has been real hot. And it's not super expensive here. As a a value investor, I was kind of eyeing it. It's not cheap either on the valuation angle, but... Um, given what the shares have done, obviously the earnings are, you know, taking off there too with big growth in the earnings. So yeah, I kind of like these, these, um, roundabout medical ways Mm -hmm. to get in there with, they're not an actual cannabis only company. So they do have the benefit of their other products, obviously. Yeah. And, um, what do you think about the Cronus that just, they just, um, went on NASDAQ. So they are Canadian cannabis company mm-hmm. and they do the medical marijuana side. They own a hundred percent of a company called Peace Neutral or Naturals, Peace Naturals. And then they own a hundred percent of Original BC and then 21.5% of Whistler Medical Marijuana Company. And they just listed on the NASDAQ on February 27th under the ticker C-R-O-N. But I don't know. They seem really small. I I was trying to find out if they're making any money or what's going on there. And I saw that third quarter quarter revenues were just $1.3 million. Yeah. So this is more like a biz dev company. Okay. So what does that mean? Like a business development. So they're like, uh, you know, they go in and they buy up companies that are smaller in the hopes that they can incubate them and develop them into larger companies. Okay. So you also get this in like blockchain innovators where there's like Overstock has been um, buying up some smaller companies and getting an exposure to blockchain technology. The same way here with Kronos, they're buying up these smaller companies um, in the hopes that one of them takes off or a few okay. of them take off and and then they kind of reinvest, you know, in in the in the in the businesses, the one risk with companies like this, and this is just in general, uh, don't know that this is specific to Kronos right now, but they'll raise capital so they can go ahead and invest in other businesses. So you get offerings, add-on offerings and secondaries yeah. and all this stuff. So sometimes you can get price shocks okay. um, to the downside, which if you like the company in the long term, after that you know dilution event, it's a good time to go ahead and buy some more. But just something to keep in mind if you're looking at this over the long run. Make it over the long run and keep an eye on any offerings that might be coming on. Okay. Um, what about a company like Constellation Brands? This is like a Scott's Miracle Grow kind of play. Their ticker is STZ. They're a huge um, spirits company, basically. Sure. But in October of 2017, they announced that they took a 9.9% stake in Canopy Growth, which is a Canadian cannabis um, company. They're about $2 billion market cap, I guess. So mm-hmm. Canopy Growth is not one of the real small players there. So they spent almost $200 million in the stake, and they have the op- option to buy more later on if they feel like they want to own more. 
but um, they're trying to maybe get a cannabis-infused drinks or go that direction in mm-hmm. the food products, food and drink area. Um, I kind of like that play. I feel like that is an area that could see big growth, at, but only when you finally get the legalization, right. <laughs> obviously. And Canada apparently is on is on track or everyone thinks they're going to be on track for possible food and drink legalization by as early as 2019. Yeah, it's good Still to see a there. big company coming in there because it adds validation to the group as a whole. Yeah. Um, and they get a little bit of a first mover advantage out of that in the space by being one of the larger companies that actually, right. um, you know, gets involved. But I don't, I don't know how much that's going to make an impact to their, right. their bottom line, right. especially a 9.9% of a smaller company. Yeah. Um, when you talk about just the size and scope of Constellation brands in general. Definitely. Uh, but it is good to see that that sort of uh, larger company sort of taking a risk if if you're bullish on the long-term prospects of this industry as a whole. Yeah. So you're basically buying Constellation for its other businesses, not necessarily sure. for the cannabis, but you get an added bonus of the cannabis if you're interested right. in it. And that. then if, you know, we get these times where these pot stocks are all going crazy to the upside, you can you believe that Constellation would participate in those rallies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those those shares are up big in the last year, up 55%. And you get a little bit of dividend, 1% dividend there if you want some safety. Okay, that's those are the ones I had that were kind of on the newish side, I but... Got, I got two more for you. You do? Okay. Lay them on me. Uh, Insys Therapeutics. What? What's the ticker on I-N-S-Y. Okay, now, what do they do? Now, it's been rough. Uh-oh. <laughs> But uh, is this they, a biotech? Sure. Okay. They're they're developing a synthetic cannabis drug for epilepsy for childhood okay. epilepsy. Okay. So they're working on that, and you know we don't know if that's going to work out for them or not. Right. And it is a drug company. Sometimes you come in on Monday and the mice are all dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that is true. <laughs> we're, we're not unfortunate. We're but not yes. sure, but that's Very that's risky. so they're working on something. So that's a roll of the dice. For, okay. The more adventurous types out there. Okay. Um, it looks like they did. They just have an earnings report. They did. Do they, they have just, any, do they have any drug now, or this is the only thing they're working on? Do you know? Um, I didn't look into the other drugs they had. Okay. I just saw the development that they had yeah. of this, but they lost sixty five cents. Okay, so they probably quarter. don't have anything. So they probably don't have too much no. going on. Two thirty to quarter before that. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like they've won. They've won too many quarters here. No. Ah, they were break even uh, November 2016. Okay. It's going back away. So going back there. Yeah. So they've definitely been burning. It's expensive burning some cash. to, you know, bring bring some kind of treatment well, sure. to market. So sure. and then the other one is uh Cara. Cara Therapeutics. Okay. Ticker C A R A. Okay. And they are also um a pharmacist working on some some medical marijuana drugs. Okay. But, Are they in uh, the U.S.? They have an ugly we know? price and consensus chart. Okay. I think they're out of I think they're out of the U.S. I think they're out okay. of Connecticut. Okay. Ugly, ugly price consensus and EPS surprise chart. Okay. It's about as ugly as it gets. Well, so. does anyone care about that with with these biopharmaceuticals? No, because if it hits, no. it hits. Right? right. If you get the drug, you get the drug. What do I care about? You yeah. Know, everything else. I can't believe I'm saying that, but that is true with these. Yeah. Um, okay. So do you have any other like peer play 
cannabis ones. What do you think about some of these other Canadian companies listing on the NASDAQ now that um, Kronos did? Will There's been talk that Canopy Growth and several others may also go that route. Do you think that's going to happen now? Yeah, I think it does. But I don't necessarily know that these companies are going to stick around. Right. What do you think about um, just buying them on the Canadian exchanges? You were telling me before we went on the podcast that on a lot of the big trading platforms, you can already trade um, stocks that are on the Toronto exchange. Yeah, I can go on E-Trade and open up a Canadian yeah. account or Japanese account. Or, I think there's a few other flags over okay. there that I can pick. Um, and and you can buy in the native currency. You know, you convert your money over and then you can buy them. I, I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, you have additional risks because not only do you have the individual stock risk or that individual market risk, now you have currency exposure also. So it's, there's That's there's true. more risk, but on, on the flip side, there also could be potentially more reward because those same factors that are risk factors could be working in your favor. So not for the faint of heart, not for the the core of your nest egg, but for uh, a roll of the dice that could potentially pan out. Not a bad, I think you could waste money in worse ways. So do you think that the pot stocks are a place for investors you know, who are in the gambling mood, <laughs> let's put it that way, um, compared to, say, AI or the blockchain, those are a couple of the other really hot areas to invest in right sure. now, is, I mean, it seems like the pot stocks have maintained momentum, like the interest, I should say, by investors over the last year since we did our last podcast on this, that people still want ways to buy the pot stocks, do you, do you think that's going to continue? I think here in the U.S., you have this lingering risk of um, sessions. Regulation. And and what he might come out with and come okay. down on the states on. So there's there's that that's kind of hovering yeah. in the background, which I think is putting pressure on some of these prices um, here in the U.S. So, you know, over the next, well, who knows? Right. I mean, right. <laughs> Tellerson just left. Right. Right. So but I guess you could say if 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 he's around another three or seven yeah. years, yeah, then that could continue to put pressure here on this industry as a whole here in the U.S. Right. So that's why it's a gamble. But also that's why looking at Canada might be a better idea. But then you'd have to have John Plank on here to talk a little bit more about Canadian politics. Right. Because that right. is not my forte. No, me neither. I would definitely have to have him on. Um, okay. Yeah. I know, you know, people are still really just interested in what's going on with pot. I always kind of said it was maybe because it's easy to understand. <laughs> um, you know, most people have some familiarity with what it is, unlike blockchain or even AI, where it seems all mysterious and it's new, but, you know, it's not like... And I think with... You still have this fringe on the edge of legality in certain states and yeah. certain places of marijuana. You don't have that with AI. No. So if there's a promising AI startup, they're going to get bought out by Google or, you know, Amazon or whoever. Right. Um, whereas here, you're not going to have that because they're kind of hands yeah. off because of the gray area surrounding it. So I think the, that that sort of gray area is what presents opportunity here. Right. Um, but it also is going to add risk. So Yeah. So another year from now, we'll have to get together again to do this podcast and revisit some of these stocks yeah, again. See how these 
Yeah. I think the biopharmas are going to be hit or miss, just kind of yes. like it was before. Um, so those would be I-N-S-Y, in, what is it, in synthesis therapeutics? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, it starts with an I-N, in synthesis. In Sorry. Insys. Insys. Okay. Everyone knows I can't pronounce any of the company names, even the easy ones. So um, that's not meant as offense to anyone. Although I can pronounce AbV. Yeah. That's easy. A-B-B-V is that ticker. They're not, well, they're a huge biopharmaceutical. Mm-hmm. Um, Cara Therapeutics, C-A-R-A are those three. And then GW Pharmaceuticals, the British one we mentioned last year as well, GWPH. Those are the real gambling ones, I feel, mm-hmm. because it all make or break if you can get that, you know, one drug that um, does what it's supposed to do, cannabis or not, whatever you're making it out of, right. um, then you're off to the races. But if you can't, then it's, you know, packing the bags and you're done. So yeah, that's some of the risks of some of these, not so much AbV, but some of these other ones. Um, and then we had innovative uh, industrial properties, which totally gets lost amongst all this discussion, but shouldn't, I feel. And that's IIPR. They're the ones with the warehouses, the REIT. And then we had, of course, Scott's Miracle Grow SMG on the infrastructure side, I guess you could say, and Constellation Brands, which is just trying to invest in this area, but is really in the beverage area, which is STZ. And then Kronos Group, a new way to play some of the medical marijuana companies from Canada that are now starting to list here. That is C-R-O-N. And then you mentioned Aurora Cannabis, which is on the pink sheets. So we don't have a Zach's rank or anything on it. It's A-C-B-F-F. Is that what mm-hmm. it is? Okay. Um, and should people be listening into Aurora Cannabis's conference calls and stuff like that to get information that they want about the business there? Is that the best place to find information about them? I mean, I guess from, you know, when you're listening to these conference calls, you got to understand who it's coming from, right? Yeah. So they're, they're sure. going to be but very at least bullish you'll, on their underlying business. Well, yeah, but, but at you, least you'll find out something about the financials and things. That's definitely a first, um, a, a good place to look. Okay. Um, so again, that's Aurora Cannabis ACBFF. So those are just a few of the pot plays. I'm always excited to do this podcast. And I'll have Dave on again, as I said, a year from now with more. And of course, I'll have him back on to talk about the other areas that are um, hot like this, like blockchain. I want to have you back on in May, Dave, to talk about blockchain. So we'll have to arrange that. Cool. So, um, yeah, if you want to get all of our podcasts or you want to listen to the um, pot podcast from January 2017, be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts under Zach's Market Edge. And you can also get us on SoundCloud. But as I said, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And I'll be back again with you next time.